Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennick. Let's jump straight in. Tech Guide. This was a real effort to push into that growing consumer space, very competitive space in Australia. It does give the user plenty of options, whether you're working or viewing content on the device. Keeping you updated and educated. This is the Tech Guide Podcast. Knowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 176. This is the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer news, products and opinions. Thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, and for those of you joining us for the first time, we're glad you found us. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, the tech that people are buying at the Black Friday sales, how you can enjoy the new Channel 9 HD channels, and the popular product that's become the latest target for hackers. In the Tech Guide reviews, we take a look at the best rugged cases for your smartphone. We also check out the new Star Wars Battlefront game. And while we're on Star Wars, there's some great surprises from Google that we're going to talk about as well. And we'll wrap it up with the Tech Guide Help Desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products. And Norton, the company to help keep you and your family safe online. Lots to get through, so let's jump straight in. Well, it's less than a month to Christmas, and the Christmas shopping period in the U.S. anyway is signified by the Black Friday sales. This is the day after Thanksgiving. I was actually in the U.S. last week for Thanksgiving and for Black Friday. Black Friday is the equivalent to our Boxing Day sales, as you can you probably recall scenes of people crowding outside stores once the once the gates and doors open people rushing in to get hold of the latest bargains. Well, imagine that times 10. That's kind of what you uh, what what people can experience in the Black Friday sales in the US. Obviously, way bigger population in the US than here in Australia, and these sales are significant. They're absolutely massive. The the Consumer Technology Association said that nearly 57 million American adults, that's 45% of all shoppers who uh, attended the Black Friday sales, bought or planned to buy a tech product. So uh, that's nothing unusual. This is normally what happens. And uh, as we we said, Black Friday kicked off the day after Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving shopping weekend continues, of course, across the weekend and and ends on Cyber Monday, which is which is today uh, in the U.S. So it's it's quite a weekend where a lot of money is spent, more than forty billion dollars uh, in the U.S. Uh, over that 2015 Thanksgiving week, with an average spend of about three hundred and nineteen dollars per customer, and that's actually a decrease. It's dropped by fourteen percent from last year's figures, but nevertheless, tech was still very much the most popular items to choose from. And the Consumer Technology Association has actually put together the top 10 tech purchases for the Black Friday week. 
And topping off the list are smartphones. There's nothing unusual there. There were lots of specials. Uh, there were third-party specials for iPhones. Apple themselves were not didn't have any particular Black Friday sales, but their third-party resellers and, and, and operators, they did offer the iPhone uh, at a discount as well. I think here in Australia, Telstra have, uh, are now offering the uh, iPhone 5S for $499, which is, is uh, way cheaper than it was when it first came out. Number two on the list is televisions. There are many pictures of uh, customers rushing into places like Best Buy uh, and, and other, other tech outlets, Walmart, other, other outlets, and putting a big television in their trolley. A lot, a lot of TVs go on sale in uh, the Black Friday sales, and the this year was no exception. So TVs were number two. Number three was tablets, very popular mobile device. Uh, second to the smartphone, of course, The uh, at number three, the tablets. iPads, of course, from third-party resellers were popular, but other brands of tablets too, uh, Samsung, etc. they were also on sale, pretty significant discounts on Black Friday. Number four was tech accessories. We're talking... Uh, peripherals, keyboards, cases, covers, things like that that uh, were obviously very popular. Number five was laptops. So a lot of people use Black Friday as an opportunity to update their old laptop and, again, plenty of bargains to be had. Number six, video game consoles. So PlayStation 4, Xbox One, the uh, Nintendo Wii, all very popular also. DVD and Blu-ray players came in at number seven. Number eight was headphones. I thought they would have been a little bit higher ranked, actually, headphones. That came in at number eight. Number nine, and this is the first appearance of this product in this in the in the Black Friday sales, making the top ten anyway. Ten anyway, the fitness activity trackers. So your Fitbits and Garmin's and all types of devices, uh, wearable products. And number ten, also making its first appearance, is the digital media streaming devices. We're talking Apple TV. Chromecast, yeah, Roku, that's a very popular brand in America as well. So they uh, that makes up the top 10. The Black Friday, it's a good indicator at what we can expect. I think there are some online sales starting here in Australia. And, of course, with Christmas just around the corner, these may be some good hints about what's going to be popular here, what people are going to be wanting for Christmas. It's going to be a very techie Christmas as it usually is. Uh, and, and these are some great ideas, some great shopping ideas for anyone looking to buy a tech product for their loved ones. If you want to check out that list and that entire story about the Black Friday sales, you can do that at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. Well, it was a big day last week uh, for free-to-air television and in particular, high-definition free-to-air television. And one of the biggest networks in Australia, that's Channel 9, finally are now broadcasting their main channel. So their main broadcast is now available in high-definition. The standard-definition channel, which is what we were used to, Channel 9, now is simulcast in high-definition on Channel 90. So uh, to achieve this... You need to do something, but let me first go through the channels again. Uh, So Channel 90 is now the new HD home of Channel 9. Channel 91 is the standard definition channel, so like the old Channel 9, which is still there. Channel 92 is now GEM. Uh, Channel 93 is 9GO. And there's a new lifestyle channel on Channel 94 called 9Life. 
that's also where you'll find the Housewives of New Jersey and all these other lifestyle slash reality programs that everyone has grown to love. Now Channel 9 have got a, their own station dedicated to these programs. Channel 94 is uh, is now ex- uh, is the sorry not Channel 94 is the Nine Life and Extra is now on Channel 95. So. How do we get these channels? A lot of people thought they would magically appear on the TV. Well, no, they're not. What you need to do is retune your TV. So go into your settings, go into your menu, and look for the setup menu perhaps. Uh, Drill down until you find the auto-tuning. In some TVs, it might be under programs. Get into that uh, menu that says auto-tuning. Hit the auto tuning command, and you'd, it'll take a few minutes to rescan all of your channels. And because these are now being broadcast, it will also bring in these brand new Channel Nine channels as well. So uh, there is a hotline though for anyone who does need some help. Hopefully, just that retune will do it. The number is one eight hundred one seven three zero double five for anyone having any difficulty, needs any some further assistance. But the uh, the improvement there is seeing all these great programs in uh, in high definition, and and of course that's going to include the cricket, uh, which we saw the uh, third test against New Zealand was uh, broadcast in HD, and of course next year we're going to see the NRL games. Channel Nine do still have the rights to the NRL on Thursday nights, Friday night footy, and Sunday afternoon football, and they'll be broadcast in glittering high definition. If you need to get them, you know what you need to do. You need to auto-tune, so retune your television, and once that's done, you'll find those channels on those numbers that I described, starting at channel 90 for the brand-new 9HD channel. You want to see those instructions? Check them out, techguide.com.au. Now, we've spoken many times on the program about Internet security, about... Uh, products being at risk, mainly your laptops, your desktop computers, even your mobile devices, tablets and, and smartphones, have they also need protecting. We do uh, These are like mini computers that we carry around with us, so that's, uh, it, makes, it makes perfect sense to secure these just as you would your, your computers. Well, there's a new product that's now become a target for hackers, and it's a popular product that most Australians, many Australians are buying uh, every day. This is a product that's growing, and eventually everyone will own one of these type of of products. Uh, And now, of course, what I'm talking about is a smart TV. Now, what makes a TV smart, the main thing is its connectivity. And being connected to your network can actually expose it to hackers. There's some alarming news that's emerged that says that hackers see this as a bit of a low friction, a a, a low resistance point to enter your network. You you think about it, when you you don't think of your TV in the same way that you'd think about your computer. So having security on your smart TV or, or thinking about security on your TV really isn't top of mind. And this is exactly, though, what cyber criminals and hackers are hoping for. So we now, with this growing number of people now having connected TVs, and, and we're talking more than 100 million smart TVs in the world, around the world, uh, ha- having this connectivity. So hackers think this is a ripe new, this is a new segment, a new device that's ripe to be, to be overtaken, to be 
connected, to be hacked. And what we need to do, though, is take the same sort of precautions that we do with our computers. Now, there's no... There's no antivirus software that you need to install on your smart TV. The best, your best defense here is common sense. Now, TVs and they're just as susceptible now to things like malware, to ransomware as they as you would have with your computer. Uh, there is there is in my story on Tech Guide there is actually an image of a smart TV that was taken over by ransomware. You see all the writings in Russian on the screen. And they were demanding a payment that would then unlock that TV for the users to continue to use. It's a bit like what the ransomware that we see on computers where uh, some computers are completely taken over and the owners are given a, a, a ransom. Literally, pay money and we'll free your computer, free all your files. But if you've got internet security and you've got a backup, this would not affect you. If someone took over your computer with ransomware, which if you had internet security in the first place, that would be unlikely, you could easily just wipe your computer and just restore it from the backup. But what do you do if that happens to your television? That's a little bit harder to restore. So what we need to do is to take care at the outset. A couple of things we, we can do. Be careful what you install on the television. There are apps you can install. Be careful you're installing an app that is designed to go with the TV that doesn't have any kind of uh, ulterior motive to get your contacts. So just read the fine print before you install any type of app on your smart TV. Also, be careful of installing or uh, playing files that you may have downloaded. The smart TVs have got USB ports, and it's not uncommon for someone to, to download a file from their computer to play on the larger screen television. Now, you've got to be careful that you haven't downloaded an infected file that will infect your television as well. Another thing to keep in mind. You've also got to remember the smart TVs also have browsers. So if you're directed by a hacker or a cyber criminal to a particular website, there are some websites that can exploit uh, a computer that doesn't have any kind of defense. So it doesn't have any internet security software. Uh, having Just visiting a website could literally put you in danger, could, could install malware on your computer, and in this case, possibly even on your smart TV. So really be careful. Uh, don't install unverified apps. Enable app verifications in the settings so it does check that the app's reputable before it does uh, install it. Modify your privacy and security settings of uh, so, so that you've got that added layer of protection. Uh, disable or protect remote access to smart TVs when if it's not needed. Use strong encryption, so make sure it's on a secure network as well in your home. And install any updates that arrive as well for the for the smart TV. These uh, always improve the whole experience, improve the security, improve everything all around. So if there are updates to install, don't delay. Yeah, that story, if you want to read all about the dangers of smart TVs and how you can keep your smart TV free of malware, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide, this is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton. 
the company that can help keep you and your family safe online and also protect your devices. And you think about it today, we live in a world where cyber criminals are working overtime to try to find new ways to steal your personal information. We just a moment ago spoke about the latest dangers with smart TVs. The team at Norton is dedicated, though, to keeping people safe online no matter how they connect. So whether you're paying bills on your phone, shopping on your tablet or banking on your laptop, Norton's latest internet security solution, Norton Security Premium, is working behind the scenes to keep your information your identity, and your devices protected. It also comes with secure PC cloud backup, so you can back up and save your personal files, photos, videos, and other memories that live on your devices. For more information about Norton Security Premium and how to protect your online life, check out au.norton.com. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennig. Tech Guide. Our first review is a, a bit of an overview at the latest rugged cases to protect your smartphone. Now, we're going into summer. It uh, It's getting warmer. We're outdoors more often, and there's things we need to do, things we want to do. Uh, we don't want to compromise our, our fun, compromise our adventures, what we're doing. And there are cases, though, where you do need to protect your smartphone. You you need to be careful that you don't damage your smartphone. Now, one way to do that is with a rugged case, a rugged cover, so that you can at least have the peace of mind that if you do drop it on a hike or drop it in a puddle or go accidentally go swimming with it, there are cases that can help keep your smartphone protected. First one is the OtterBox. This is the Defender series. Uh, it's priced at about eighty nine ninety five. It's good for iPhone and Samsung devices. Now, this is a two piece case. It's got an internal polycarbonate shell, uh, rubber slip cover that's acts as a bit of a shock absorber. So much so that you can drop it from a height of two meters, and it can handle it. There's also a built in membrane screen protector, so it does protect the display. One of the things that where it happens when you drop a phone is that the screen shatters. But in this case, it has a built-in membrane screen protector so that can maybe help that. And the fact that the case can absorb shock from a height of two meters means you're not going to drop your phone and pick it up with a dirty, great big crack in it. It can also stop dust and dirt from getting in, but at the same time, allowing complete access to the camera, the buttons, and the volume control and everything else that you need to use the phone day to day. Moving on, the Dog and Bone Wetsuit Impact. This is an Australian company. They've built this really thin and really light case. That's what impressed me about this is the fact that this is a waterproof case. So you can put this underwater, submerge it for up to, up to two meters in depth, uh, and it's got an IP68 rating. So not only can it handle the water, it can handle the drops as well. Again, withstanding drops from two meters, can handle the dirt, can handle the mud, can even handle the snow. So uh, you can use it anywhere, knowing that if you happen to drop it or do anything untoward, you know that your phone is going to come up still working, still intact. And what impressed me about the dog and bone is that despite all that protection, it's still pretty light and thin case. You think of how much thinner smartphones have gotten over the years. Even with a case on now, it's still pretty thin, which is remarkable. And rounding out our selections tonight is the LifeProof Fray. Now, LifeProof have been around for a while. They were one of the first on the market to provide these rugged, waterproof cases. Now, they've uh, this case 
is waterproof, as I said, so you can take it anywhere you want. You want to swim with it, you want to climb a mountain with it, kayak, do whatever you like, go surfing, it's waterproof. So that high level of protection means that uh, even though it's only added a couple of millimeters of thickness, it still has some pretty solid protection. All the ports, again, are all covered. It also has a, uh, a screen to protect the, uh, the, your display, uh, a membrane across the front there. So uh, you've got all-round protection. The only, the only one that doesn't have the, uh, the membrane cover is uh, I know they've all got the membrane covers that I've mentioned today. So these are rugged cases, all enclosed cases, not just the ones you slip on your phone and then be done with it. They actually, the whole, there's two pieces. They encase your phone completely, totally rugged. Two of them are completely waterproof. One's water resistant. But uh, if you want to check them out and check out the pricing, they're all, they can be used for both iPhones and Samsung devices. Uh, the LifeProof also has some other options for other devices like HTC and LG. So check them all out. These are the cases that can help save you some money. A lot of people take out insurance on their smart cases, on their smartphones, in case they drop them. So it, it's a cheap, uh, a small price to pay for that peace of mind that could save you hundreds of dollars of repairs. Check them out, the smart cases to protect your devices. Next up, we are talking games, and in particular, the Star Wars Battlefront game. And I was really looking forward to playing this game. I really enjoyed reviewing this. This is the the highly anticipated uh, game from EA, Star Wars Battlefront. And without doubt, the best Star Wars game. It's not the first Star Wars game they've put out, but this is undoubtedly the best. This is a sort of game where the players can pick and choose their battles. So you can choose what uh, what planet you want to be on. You want to be on Hoth, you want to be on Tatooine, you want to be on Endor, Sullust, even Jakku, the new location from The Force Awakens. You'll be able to download that map in uh, in a week or so. Uh, and you can also choose what side you want to be on. You want to be a rebel. You want to be a stormtrooper. You want to even be a character. You can play Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Han Solo, Boba Fett, Princess Leia. You can you can be these characters. And along with all this is all the music and all the accurate vehicles, locations, characters, weapons. It's like stepping into the movie. Uh, there is no campaign to follow, so if you're a Call of Duty fan thinking, well, I'll play the campaign out first and then play the multiplayer, there's not really a campaign to play. You kind of pick and choose your battles, and they're not just ground battles, by the way. You can choose to be riding a, a, a speeder bike, uh, piloting a walker, flying an X-Wing, a TIE fighter, or even the Millennium Falcon itself. Uh, at the start, there's some great training missions, so you get the hang of things. You can you know, get the hang of shooting, get the hang of flying. And then you can then then you can dive into the mission. So you can choose a battle. You can choose the mode of battle. Uh, you can choose uh, the location. So it is really handy for you to pick and choose, and then unlock uh, rewards, extra lives as you go. And as I said, you can choose to play as your favourite character. Now moving on to the multiplayer. Uh, this was an impressive part of the game. Before I finish, uh, though, with the main part of the game, my only complaint was that it did become a little repetitive. If you're, if you're just wandering around the same map, same location for a little while, it can get a touch repetitive because you're just repelling waves of soldiers and trying to shoot vehicles down and things like that. 
it's it's good, but can be a bit repetitive at times. I think the best thing to do is to team up with someone and there's a, play the co-op mode. So rather than just playing solo, uh, I mean on your own, not hand solo, uh, you can choose to play in co-op mode. So you and a friend uh, are battling through the missions together. That's a bit of fun. In the multiplayer, uh, again, very impressive offerings here. And look, it's not a Call of Duty. It's not as good as Call of Duty Online, but it isn't far off it. I'm very impressed with it. Plenty of game modes to play, for, whether it's six on six or capture the flag type game, new normal team deathmatch, drop zone. Plenty of options and plenty of choices too. So you can choose the environments, the planets. You can choose who you even even who you want to play. So you might want to romp around Hoth as Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker and complete. If you do, uh, you do inherit those characters' powers. So if you're Darth Vader, you've still got the Force Choke, you've got your lightsaber, you've got all of that at your fingertips. So uh, the Star Wars Battle Battlefront is is a, a, an excellent game. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's a no-brainer. It's as close as you'll get to actually being in the in the movie. Uh, it feels that way. So uh, even if you're not a gamer and you're a Star Wars fan, this is a great entry point. If, you want to, if you've thought about getting into games, then what better way to start than with Star Wars Battlefront? Check out my full review. You can find it at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. Now, while we're on the subject of Star Wars, I thought it would uh, we should mention that Google has got in on the act with the anticipated arrival of the new film in just over two weeks. It's coming. I'm counting the sleeps. I think we're down to about 18 sleeps to go. So uh, what Google have done, though, is uh, really interesting. They've, they've offered some, some little surprises with their Google search and also with their Google apps. Starting with search, try this little experiment. So go into Google, type in the search box a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and you'll see a really nice little surprise at how it presents those results. I won't say any more, uh, but do try that out. Uh, there is a link on my story on TechGod. You can actually see what happens if you go to my story on TechGod. I don't want to give it away. I'd love you to go see it, or better still, try it yourself. Now, the other thing you can do with Google is choose your side. So whether you want to be on the light side or the dark side, choose light side. It'll change your profile picture blue, put a rebel symbol on it, and you can use that as your profile picture on Facebook, on Twitter, on Google+. You can do the same if you join the dark side. It turns your your symbol, your profile picture red, uh, and that too can be shared as your profile picture on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. But it doesn't end there. It does give you some nice little Easter eggs in your Google apps. And I'm talking YouTube. I'm talking Gmail, uh, Google Maps, or the whole thing. Uh, so if you, do, if you do choose your side, you'll see in, in YouTube, for example, the progress bar of your video now appears as a lightsaber. If you are using Google Maps, your location is indicated by either a TIE fighter or an X-Wing, depending on whether you chose the light side or the dark side. 
Uh, and the same thing goes uh, for for the for Gmail. You get some cool backgrounds, uh, Star Wars backgrounds as well. So some lovely little surprises, and it's and you can go back to you to the normal settings if you want. If you, you do get sick of it, you want to go back to normal. It does allow you to do that as well. But the Google surprises, uh, you know, kudos to them. I love the fact that they're embracing Star Wars. I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Can't wait. Google also getting on the bandwagon as well. You want to check out all those little surprises, check them out at techguide.com.au. The Tech Guide podcast is also proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And they've just released the new Nighthawk X4S AC2600 Wi-Fi VDSL ADSL modem router. And it's perfect for connected Aussie homes. Netgear's latest edition of the Nighthawk family is a high-performance piece of equipment specifically designed for today's homes, for streaming, gaming, and connecting with lots of devices. The Nighthawk X4S or D7800 will deliver AC Wi-Fi speeds of up to 2,600 megabits per second and supports both ADSL and VDSL connections. It's the first modem router on the market to support the latest Wave 2 Wi-Fi technology, and it has got quad stream on both bands and multi-user MIMO capability. That's multiple in, multiple out capability. This means you're maximizing connection speeds for faster streaming, faster gaming, and less buffering. So if your household loves streaming Netflix, loves online gaming, and has multiple devices connected, check out the new Nighthawk X4S Wi-Fi modem router from Netgear. Search D7800 at netgear.com.au. Now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. I got a really interesting question from one of our readers, from Mark, who says, I'm in need of a new phone. I want to spend under $200. I'm just wondering, what are your thoughts? What's a, a value smartphone in that price range? It's a really good question because... When most people think about smartphones, they think the top end. They think iPhone. They think Samsung. They think HTC. They think Sony, LG. All these big brands who offer top tier phones that cost around seven, eight hundred bucks. Well, there are a lot of devices, mainly prepaid devices, that are quite cheap, very affordable, and that have great value. They have a lot of features but without that massive price tag. Now, there's several I can recommend. One of them is actually one that he asked about, the Asus Zenfone 2. It is a very capable device, and uh, it, it fits that price bracket. It's running Android, has uh, decent features, uh, so that's just one of many choices. There is another choice, though, a couple of choices from Alcatel OneTouch. Now, you remember last week we mentioned the company Alcatel OneTouch is now the third highest smartphone manufacturer in Australia behind Samsung and behind Apple. The reason that they are there is because they offer terrific value devices. I'm going to mention a couple. The first is the uh, the not the well the Idol three is slightly slightly more than than two hundred dollars. It's three hundred seventy nine dollars, but 
in the $200 price range, they've got the, uh, the, the Boost, available on Boost Mobile, a 4G smartphone with a 5-inch screen that's only $99. That's well under 200 bucks, and excellent value. It's got plenty of features, a decent camera, decent screen, 99 bucks, 4G compatible. If you want to get it through Boost, that means it's on the Telstra network. Uh, that is a, an excellent device a high-quality device at a very, very affordable price. So people who would buy a phone under $200, I'd suggest maybe a first phone for a, for a child, a, a young child. In my opinion, you don't need to give your child a phone until they're about 12, till they start high school. Before that, it's just a toy. So let them just play with yours until then. Save your money. Save them having to have a bill or just buy them an iPod Touch. Uh, so they can have all the functionality of the phone as long as they're on a Wi-Fi network without the monthly phone bill. When they're old enough, then consider not only a device that's affordable, and as I said, not everyone can afford an iPhone. The iPhone's over $1,000 now. The iPhone 6 can't buy an iPhone 6 under 1000 bucks. There is one I mentioned earlier in the show. Telstra have a 4G device. Uh, sorry, the uh, iPhone 5S, which is a 4G device, of course, 499 bucks, but it's still way above 200 so not everyone is going to afford those high-end phones. The low end of the market, that low-hanging fruit that I've always talked about, very popular part of the market. Plenty of suggestions for the under 200, and I've reviewed a lot of them on Tech Guide. So hope that helps, and you get your smartphone at a very, very reasonable price, and that you can enjoy all the features without that massive, massive price tag. And that's our show for this week. You can read about everything we've talked about at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, send us an email, info at techguide.com.au. We may be reading out your email here. Special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs. Also, Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. Thanks for listening. It's been a pleasure having you with us once again. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, as we always say, Stay safe and stay connected.